0: It's Monday, the 18th of October, and welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning. Let's get straight into it. Brent has broken $86 per barrel, and in its report published last week, the International Energy Agency has said that demand will increase because of fuel switching. How tight is the market likely to be in the coming months?
1: Well, yeah. I, I- um, es- estimated that OPEC needs to produce uh, 28.5 million barrels per day o- over the current quarter, um, but it also estimated that OPEC's production last month was, was only just over 27 million barrels per day. Uh, now, of course, OPEC is increasing output last month, uh, this month, and and will continue to do so. But its um, share of the OPEC plus increases are not going to be enough to cover w- what. The IEA is estimating OPEC needs to do to, to balance the market. So that means the market's going to be in a deficit and we no longer have high inventories as, as we had over the COVID crisis. So, so the market is going to be tight or it is tight and it will continue to be tight. That's what the, the forward curve is telling us. So it's very heavily backwardated. It's very downward sloping. And of course, the front contract is high. And as, as you mentioned this morning, it popped through eighty six dollars per barrel after having broken uh, eighty five dollars per barrel at the end of last week.
0: so the rally is being driven by fundamentals, not just speculation then
1: well yes, I mean that there are there are very strong fundamental drivers over the coming months at least so you you mentioned the fuel switching which um, the IAS said was going to add about six hundred thousand barrels per day of extra demand um, over the winter. That um, This is, again, because of the very high gas prices, switching away from gas consumption uh, to fuel oil consumption, where that's possible. Um, it's also interesting, actually, to look at the, um, the behaviour of the jet fuel market. Usually, pre-COVID, jet fuel traded at a significant premium to Brent. That went negative over COVID because the demand for jet fuel collapsed completely. It started to increase again. But recently... As, as we've seen, flying starting to open up, this uh, so-called jet crack spread has widened and, and is now getting back more towards the kinds of premium over Brent that we saw before COVID. So that, that's another area. And remember that aviation is the last area of uh, oil demand that's been significantly disrupted. So that's even that's now looking starting to normalise. Um, actually, I'd say you mentioned speculators are really not as active as they were, say, in, in 2018 when we last saw uh, oil trading around these levels. That time, the bets that people had on that uh, oil prices would go higher were significantly longer than they were now. So perhaps uh, scope for speculators to, to add further to long positions uh, if, if this rally does uh, does look like it's going to continue.
0: Well, the IEA highlighted the issue of fuel switching from gas. Is there any sign of that problem, easing?
1: Not really. Um, Russian supplies of gas to Europe are are still rather low, and that's in spite of uh, comments from Putin last week about uh, how Russia was going to keep the market properly supplied. And really, at the moment, um, Russia is prioritizing building up its own stocks of gas ahead of the winter, and it seems unlikely that that situation is going to change until later this month. Um, by which time the l- levels of gas in uh, storage in Europe will be even lower than they are, they will be even further below where they normally would be for the time of year so no i don 't see any uh, chance of the gas uh, situation easing in the in the short term
0: and do you think the two thousand and eighteen high will be broken soon
1: well we 're now so close any, anyway I mean having gone up over eighty six this morning the two thousand eighteen high is eighty six seventy four so it does feel like it's probably just a matter of time. And the really interesting thing is if we do break that level, that takes us back to the previous high in 2014. And this is when the market first came down from uh, trading over $100 per barrel when, of course, the US shale output sort of overbalanced the market. And when you look at uh, long-term charts, taking a little bit of a step back from the recent sort of movements, um, this breakout of the long-term downtrend that we were talking about the other week does start to make levels like 90 or even $100 per barrel not look particularly outlandish, purely when you look at things in terms of the charts. Um, and I'd also say that there are some parallels with 2008 over the market at the moment. I mean, that was another time when there seemed to be this almost feverish worry about uh, energy running out and not being able to produce energy quick enough. There are, I think, similarities uh, there. I think over the coming months, there certainly is uh, a danger of oil prices continuing to trade higher.
0: Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investex Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you would like to discuss any of the content of the podcast Drop Callum an email on Callum.McPherson at investtech.co.uk or visit investtech.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.